All righty, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Discover Virginia Beach podcast, your go-to source for exploring everything that Virginia Beach has to offer. Whether you're a local or a tourist, our podcast, Discover Virginia Beach, aims to provide you with insights and experiences that will help make the most of your next tr- uh, your next trip or your next outing here in this beautiful area. In today's episode, we have a super sweet guest from Cakes to Cotton Candy. We dive into the journey of an imaginative baker. From intricate sugar shapes to cartoon characters, she turns a fun experiment into Virginia Beach's area must-visit sweet spot, serving joy at birthday parties, corporate events, and much more all throughout town. Let's explore and discover how this family-run haven is changing the dessert game. Monica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Joel. Thank you for having me. Monica, I am super excited to chat with you about your journey in the sweets game. Can you share with us uh, your first memory of baking to kick off our conversation? Uh, Well, I've been baking since I was a kid. My mom has a passion for baking in Colombia. I'm from Colombia, from Bogota. So we always bake together. Uh, when I started, like, when I was like nine years old, I started baking for like my neighbors and the church and my family. And they started buying from me. And since then, it has been a passion. Um, so then I, when I graduated from high school, I went to college in Colombia. And my dad retired from being a computer engineer. So I told him, let's have a bakery. Let's, let, what don't we have a bakery and do all the goods that we know how to make. So he was in with the plan and we started now our own bakery. I was only 18. So meanwhile, I was going to college in Colombia. And then I had the opportunity to come to the United States as an international student. So my my dad stayed with the bakery. He was really, really sad. We were doing really good too. I was really sad, but I wanted to learn English and see I'm a, I love to travel, so I wanted to see other parts of the world, so I came to the States. Here in the States, uh, I went to Gaston uh, Community College in Alabama, and then a year later, I moved to Birmingham to um, Jefferson State Community College, and then I was uh, baking for people, too, and, uh, you know, I had other two part-time jobs, but my main business was baking for friends and, you know. The church again, you know, the same thing, the same line. So then I met my husband. And, well, after dating for about a year, we got married. And then he joined the Coast Guard. So that's how we got into the military. And since then, we started traveling all around the country. We've been in eight different states, uh, from Minnesota to Texas, uh, you know, now Virginia, we've been uh, in a lot of places and it has been a really good experience. Uh, we have love, it has been a lot of transition every time, you know, like sadness to, to live a good place. All of them have been good, but you know, like you make friends and it is hard to live the people you love. But now we are here in Virginia Beach. We got here uh, last summer and I was very excited about Virginia because Virginia is for lovers. So yes, it is. Yeah, I was pretty excited. And my sister lives in Roanoke. So I was really praying that we get Virginia. So I finally, I after being uh, 20 years, 22 years away from here, I could 
reunite because we were together in Birmingham. So uh, then my goal was I have my Bachelor of Business Administration and Industrial Design in Colombia. So my goal was when my husband was planning to retire to start our own business. So that's what I started looking into doing something real estate. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? But I love baking too. I love sweets. So I, I don't know, I started developing the idea of like cotton candy, like watching TikTok videos. And I'm like, this would be really fun to do. And I, I wanted to bring something new in town and offer something different. So that's how I started looking into cotton candy. And I'm like, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I I love that Monica and, and a lot of our a lot of our listeners are visitors to the Virginia Beach area and on you know at no choice of their own they're they're not yet locals yet they're not in that season of life yet but they do have that desire to to move here so I really appreciate you sharing your journey with us because a lot of times we we want to do something right away in our lives, but we have yet to hit those milestones or those markers that really prepare us for that next step. Um, would you mind expanding, Monica, on how your uh, skills uh, throughout the years of baking in Colombia and then in the U.S., how did you hone your skills as a baker? And through that development of your skills, what really enhanced your ability to then transition to, you know, different dessert creations? Well, I, uh, I have always been uh, a cake decorator. Actually, I work for Sam's Club. I have, I've been with that company with Walmart and Sam's Club for 17 years. So I practice every day. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so you, you, you practice that as I'm sure one of, one of the jobs that you've worked, as you mentioned before, you, you worked a couple different jobs in addition to the baking, correct? Yes, but I have always worked uh, for uh, for Sam's Club and Walmart. I've been in three different Sam's Clubs while we move and three different Walmarts. And right now, I work at, at Walmart as a kid decorator. And that's my uh, part-time job. And my full-time job is to, you know, make cotton candy. Uh, so uh, we... Uh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I love it. So when it comes to when it comes to baking and then the cotton candy dessert making process, is there a a distinct difference between the process, or are they kind of the same process with just a different result at the end? Okay. Well, I thought it was gonna be making a cake, baking from baking to making the icing, prep everything. First, it's a lot of cleaning. It's, uh, you know, like the dough, baking is so much time consuming and making the, the icing colors. Yeah, it's, almost like a, it's almost like a science in a way. You got to be very, very precise. It is. So I love it. And my daughter that works with me too, she she loves to bake and she she took that, you know, from me. But I, I, lo I love to bake, but I wanted to do something different. Like with sugar, which actually, yeah, like it's a, a little bit of different process, but making current candy is not as easy as it seems. <laughs> there is a lot of like cleaning involved on the machines, mixing the sugars, make sure like the humidity is right. Uh, so there is a lot involved. So it's just two different process, but you know, like the end result 
I like to make things pretty like I do with my cakes and desserts. So like I wanted to something to show very pretty different than being just a cotton candy cone. Right, right. I, I love that. So it still allows you the ability to have that creative outlet while just having a different process. And it seems like a completely different process from the cleaning of the machines and the cotton candy, because I mean, everyone's seeing them at the carnival, they're, they're spinning those wheels. And it seems like after every, you know, couple of pieces of, of candy served, they have to go and wipe down the machines. <laughs> um, I, I understand your, and you mentioned this, your, your daughter works with you and I understand your children work with you at the, uh, at the stand as well. Uh, the stand sweet arts, um, uh, which is where you founded in, in 2022, when you came to the Virginia beach area, can you unpack the process a little bit with, with working with your family, uh, and the rewards and, and possibly maybe, uh, touch on some of the challenges that come with that territory. So, one of the things that I wanted to do that I wanted to leave as my legacy is to teach my kids to be entrepreneur and to learn to have their own company and start, you know, like that. They are young. My son is 15, Matthew, and my daughter is 18. She just graduated, Daniela. So I want for them to learn that there is another way that I have worked for like a corporate um you know, for about 20 years, and it, it provides a paycheck, you know, but it kind of doesn't fulfill me. I have always wanted to do something there. So maybe they, they can explore their path, and if they want to work for a company, it will be okay with me, it will be fine, whatever makes them happy, but I want for them to learn that there is other ways, and maybe product development and maybe they come up with a really good idea and they love actually to be with me and sell and it can be challenging uh, because you know like as a mom too is like you have to repeat a thousand times no okay no they are <laughs> yeah yeah right you have to repeat yourself not only at home but also at, at the uh at the dessert stand as well right which can be kind of taxing on on any relationship where you're constantly reminding and and, and and teaching. But that's so wonderful that you are, you know, being very intentional with that process. I mean, as you mentioned before, and I'll just kind of kind of take a step back with this, your time in, in Colombia, it seems like part of your your culture and and the importance of your family was to be together and having those opportunities to really hone in on a certain task that you could bond over, that you could then pass to this next generation. As you mentioned before, you wanted to give your give your children that opportunity. And that's what we all want for our kids, right? We all want to give them a, more options and more opportunity to uh, to, to uh, learn and, and, and be better people, right? Yes, and also that they learn that, no, everything is easy. You know, that like with the money they are making with this, they have to pay for some stuff. You know, like that, you know, their own stuff. And my daughter started paying her own college. And I think it's important to teach the kids that they have to give to, not just receive. I and they that. are, they are uh, like, I ask him, hey, uh, like now, you know, I have like learned how to, like, I write it down, how to tell, tell them about it, write it down. And I say, hey, this is what I need. And if I repeat myself twice, I say, well, you're not going to get paid because you are not doing this or that. But they they procrastinate a little bit here at the house to prep the stuff and to, 
loaded, but then they are all, I can always count on them. They come out and, at the farmer's market. They are always really good. And at home, they procrastinate, but they do it. <laughs> so I'm really lucky. I love that. I love that. It sounds like you guys have have a really uh, healthy bond between the house and the and the dessert shop that really has a good balance of of respect, but also of understanding that hey, like I'm doing this to help preserve and educate you on how you can be uh, pursuing this entrepreneurial journey as well. So uh, I love that, Monica. With that said, I have one final question, and then and then I'd love to dive into uh, the shop. Um, itself. That way people can get to know um, a little bit more about your products and such. Um, but before we do, I have a, a looming question and it it goes back to every challenge that entrepreneurs have when it comes to creativity versus um, this other element of just very, I, I would say, scholarly, uh, very rigid and defined. And that's this, this, this idea of process. Because I know baking, like you said, it's very specific. It has very uh, certain number of instructions. You can't tweak the recipe a little bit without changing the whole dynamic of the dessert. And it seems like in a lot of ways, business is like that as well. When you're running a business, you have to have uh, a good eye on your numbers and your margins, but you also want to provide something that people enjoy and, and like without you know stifling your creativity. So with that said, Monica, can you walk us through your process of balancing the entrepreneurial uh desire to have a prosperous business and also make you know decent money and pay your employees and then the other desire of wanting to create something really cool and really amazing despite it not being you know what you might have had in your head when you were looking at the numbers yeah uh well these uh yeah what i have in my head is like well i still have it i have a dream you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> have a lot of birthday parties, you know, like, and, and we are getting a lot of uh, birthday parties on the weekends. And thank you. Thank you for trusting us on, on bringing the party to you and to offer something special. As a, any business, it has a lot of challenges and it's a learning process. So I have changed like this, like more times the way I'm like, no, this is not working out. And Bringing stuff at the farmer's market, I really admire all the vendors because now that I am one, I'm, you guys really rock. It's like camping, going camping every weekend. You know, it's like loading that the car is so much involved behind the scenes. Uh, you know, like having a owner store, it is awesome, but you have to pay rent. <laughs> but right, it's a it's a very very mobile business, but you still have to pay the fee the the cost associated with moving, and then the cost of operating at the event itself, right? Yeah. So, uh, but like you know, putting everything in the car. Actually, we use my daughter's car too, and generators. Make sure that the gas is uh, you know like we have the gas. Make sure that we bring all the stuff that the health department requires. Uh, the permits, uh, bring change, like so many little details that we sometimes only know when we are there and we are like, oh no, we forgot this. So, <laughs> which happens, it happens to everyone. Um, I, I love that you are able to, um, because you know, a lot of the guests on our, on our podcast, they do have mobile businesses like yours. And without that attention to detail, I, I think it, it really, can deplete the overall vibe of like when you're making the products and services. 
But in a lot of ways, too, that detail-oriented nature really helps thrive and grow your creative aspects as well um, when it comes to your designs. And and I love it. For those of you listening on the audio, check out the video on YouTube. But um, Monica has a, a few of her designs, which I'd love to get into next with you, Monica. Um, when it comes to um, your products and services, can you tell us more about the products, uh, the services that you offer, and what areas that you serve? Well, our product is basically, you know, the simple but, uh, cotton candy. We are going to introduce, uh, I'm working in uh, introducing uh, two other products, but that's a surprise. Uh, but our, is cotton candy. So we sell cotton candy. We do fan shapes and we have uh, six characters and seasonal characters that are coming for like right now for Halloween and for Christmas. Uh, so we just shake this cotton candy into like a snowman or like for Halloween, we are working in a pumpkin. And right now we have our six characters that are like a car, a Siggy, Agnes, Fluffy, Luna, and a snowball. So there is like a, a rabbit, a cat, a snowbear. Um, this is like a Pikachu. A get, and um, a minion, a girl, and a boy. So, <laughs> it, you know, focus on like our, you know, like kids and adults love it, but the kids can know. It's, it's so much, it's so much fun. I'm curious. So, Monica, with the different colors, are the colors just food dyes, or do you actually get a different flavor and taste when you're trying no. the different parts? Yeah, so we, uh, my daughter is the one that specializes on mixing all the sugar. So, we, we get our premium gourmet sugar, and then we use uh, really good quality dyes. And uh, from Lauren, it's a it's a really good company. So all our uh, dyes and uh, flavors come from that from them, and we mix them. And it has been a trial and error to just okay, let's mix this match, this ratio, and then see if it works. You know how much it how taste. Until we have gotten the right consistency, but that has been a process to learn, a learning process. Do you, and, have, to, do you have to sample a lot of cotton candy for work, or do you just have your kids do that? <laughs> I bring it to work, and I bring, I like to my neighbors. I'm like, oh yeah, can you try this? What do you think about this? You know? Yeah. So yeah. Do <laughs> hey, what do you think about that flavor? So we so we do our fun characters we also do like tops and um, we do little cups and the the classic is not uh, like they call this the fluff uh, we do a big one and a small one and right now i'm working on packages for like parties like so uh, like the favors right so on our website soon we're working on that we as um our services we offer, of course, we are at the farmer's market every weekend and we offer uh, birthday parties. We do uh, bridal uh, showers, baby showers. We do church events, uh, school fundraisers, uh, pre-K parties, um, corporate events. So you're, you you're, doing, you're doing it all. I mean, any event that you can think of. Um, and for our listeners who are not local, when you say Farmer's Market, you're referring to the Virginia Beach Farmer's Market, correct? Uh, yes, we go to the Farmer's Markets in Virginia Beach, in uh, Fort Smith, 
Norfolk and Chesapeake. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, and and for our listeners who aren't familiar with the with the seven five seven or the Hampton Roads area, as I mentioned before, the Virginia Beach area covers seven different cities, over a million people. Uh, and so, Monica, you're actually servicing. Uh, it sounds like four four of those major cities. So not just Virginia Beach Farmers Market, but also the other cities you mentioned, which is which is phenomenal. It sounds like you get around. Do you do anything on the peninsula, or do you like to just stick to the south side? Uh, for now, we just starting. So yeah, we are we are planning to extend, you know, expand that way. But of course, yeah, the more more that we can cover would be great. And Hampton Roads, we cannot forget about Hampton Roads. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And so, with that said, I, I'd love to know from you, uh, Monica, throughout your journey of, you know, figuring out, you know, hey, I moved to Virginia Beach. This is possibly a good idea. And now, you know, it is a good idea. Have you had any opportunity uh, or maybe a desire to engage with the local community? And have there any been any, uh, been any collaborations or partnerships uh, that particularly stood out to you as something that is like, hey, I want to plug in here and really kind of pour my business into this uh, certain area? Uh, well, we, all the locals have been really good to us. And we are like, we just started, we started on Mars. So we are just uh, meeting people, like getting connections. And I love, I love the people here. They are so friendly and nice. And they always get a smile when we get, they get the, our cotton candy. So as uh, networking, uh, I'm working on that. And uh, we are going to, you know, like marketing, you know, we are working on our marketing to expand to the country clubs. Uh, since we are military, you know, to the military facilities to Absolutely. host events. And so we are just, uh, um, as a new, you know, to Virginia Bay, we are working on networking with all all the right, the right people. I love it. I love it. Well, Monica, thank you for sharing that. And of course, uh, we do have some great people here in Virginia Beach. Shout out to the Virginia Beach locals because, um, I mean, that they would give us these opportunities like these to have wonderful conversations and highlight uh, amazing businesses like yours. Um, Monica, I, I would love to talk to you all day, but I know you got to get back to uh, cl cleaning the machine, working on uh, new exciting recipes for the fall and winter months. So with that said, we'll transition to our last segment, um, which is our rapid fire question. So I'll just ask you a quick question. All we need is a quick answer from you. And then uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up from there. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. But I wanted to tell you that... Um... Our next event will be this Saturday in the in Fort Smith, in the Old Town um, uh, Farmers Market, and we are also you can also find us at Virginia Beach that neck at that neck. Absolutely, I love it. And and just a friendly reminder to our listeners: all of Monica's information as well as her schedule will be in the uh, comment section down below. That way, you can go and check out her website, and then also check out the events that they have going on throughout the year. <laughs> All righty. So with that said, Monica, uh, first rapid fire question for you. What is your favorite dessert to eat and why? Tiramisu. Because Tiramisu? it is soft. It has a little bit of a, a liquor on it. Um, it's just uh, really light. Love it. Love it. And question number two, can you share a funny bakery or dessert mishap that when you think about it, you still laugh to this day? Well, uh, for my daughter's graduation, this uh, this past, uh, you know, summer, 
when she graduated, actually, she was the one that made the cake uh, because I've been busy, you know, with the cotton candy. So she's uh, uh, she made the cake and she made the border cream and we she served the cake and the cake started melting and she's just crying and crying and no. I'm like oh, why and I'm like no come on let's fix it and uh, but she was just uh, so sad her cake didn't turn out the the way it was you know supposed to be but overall we just laugh I'm like you laugh you know I'm like there are other reasons to cry about not for border cream yeah. and it's just you know it's funny that she cry about something like that. To me, it's really funny. <laughs> and I'm like, how can you cry about that? Let's go and make a better border cream. So, like, uh, she put a lot of, uh, she made it with butter, so it melts easily in hard weather, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Her cake just started melting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Poor thing. I, you know, when we, you know, when we bake, when she bakes, uh, she makes amazing desserts, but the kitchen, it blows up. It blows up. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> so Monica, with that, uh, I have our next question for us. Um, for our home bakers out there with little kids and, uh, you know, are there any easy go-to desserts, uh, that you can make with children at home that, that you would recommend that people check out? Yes. I always, uh, love, you know, I would say cotton candy, but you do need a machine for that. <laughs> well, for the uh, cotton candy, they should come to you first, right? Aside from cotton candy, though. <laughs> yes. Uh, like the non-baked cookies, they, they are like peanut butter, non-baked cookies, and chocolate non-baked cookies that is made with oatmeal. I think those are so easy to make with kids. I did them with my kids all the time. And there is actually a really easy recipe if you like peanut butter. I love peanut butter. And it's like one cup of peanut butter, one cup of sugar, and one egg. Actually, I put like three quarters of sugar, and you mix that, and you form it, and then put it on the oven, and you have peanut butter cookies with three ingredients. I, so I, I, love- I love it. I love getting getting baking tips as as well as uh, highlighting a, a wonderful service, Monica. Thank you. You continue continue to amaze us. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. Um, do you think there is an underrated fruit? That pairs really well with desserts, but doesn't get enough attention. Mm, well, since my favorite fruit is mango, <laughs> I okay. would say mango well with everything. <laughs> mango uh, with everything. <laughs> in the States, they don't use it as much, you know, to pair with desserts. There's more like over here is like blueberries, raspberries, and uh, strawberries. But mango can be paired with a lot of stuff that you know, like you wouldn't think about like mango goes so well with heavy whipped cream and with any cake, actually mango is so fresh and good to eat. Love it. Shout out, shout out to those mangoes. <laughs> and then last question for you, Monica, uh, if you were a dessert, which dessert would you be and why? Hmm. <laughs> um, well, I love anything like with a flan, with you flan. know, I'm- a sponge uh, desserts too, like with gelatin. That I would be like, I like because it, they are like fluffy and cold and refreshing. 
Love it. Love it. Well, Monica, thank you so much uh, for this conversation. I really appreciate your time. And as we wrap up this sweet episode of another episode of Discover Virginia Beach, I'd like to extend a virtual red carpet to you, Monica. Uh, This is your moment to share any exciting projects or products that you're currently working on um, that our listeners can go and follow along with you as as you continue to work on those. Anything you want to shout out, the, uh, the floor is all yours. Thank you. Uh, well, first, a uh, big thank you to all our customers for trusting us, for coming out to see us, because there are people that just go to the farmer's markets to get their fun characters for their kids. And as we continue to grow, we are going to expand our menu to we are going to introduce two different items at the farmer's market. And we are looking forward to host any event that you need. We you can rely on us. We will always be there and we'll make sure you have a sweet time. Wonderful. Well, uh, that brings us to another episode of Discover Virginia Beach. A big thank you to our wonderful guest, Monica, and of course, to you, our dedicated listeners, for joining us on this journey. We hope you'll continue to explore Virginia Beach with us and look forward to sharing more and exciting discussions with you in future episodes. Thank you and take care.